This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. You heard Shearer and Sutton say whether anybody like Blackburn could win the title uh, again and work their way up. They didn't think it could happen in the Premier League. Maybe it's going to happen uh, in the uh, Danish domestic league because you could ask, is there a more interesting club in world football at the moment than FC Midtjylland? We can ask their chairman, Rasmus Ankerson, this evening. Uh, Thanks for joining us, Rasmus. It's much appreciated. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be with you guys, thanks. Um, th- th- this is remarkable, isn't it, what, what's happened to Michelin? I mean, Copenhagen and Bromby and AAB have dominated Danish football since 1991, but you're on course to win your first ever title. Yeah, no, it, it, it looks really good. So we are, we are really pleased with uh, how the season has, has, has gone by and, um, and hopefully we can, we can finish the work in, in the next few weeks. You talk about the work, and 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 your work is now getting attention across Europe. I, I would argue, lots of people talking about it, because am I right in saying you recruit players a little bit differently? Is that right? Uh, yeah, we do. Uh, we do a few things differently. I mean, we recruitment is is um, is one of them. Which we try and um, and use uh, statistics and data in the way we identify players, and uh, that approach has been. Um, been been quite successful so far. I think another another reason for the success is um, is a great academy. So um, more than fifty percent of the first team players have come come up through the academy. Um, so there's a there's a great courage in the club to to let young players uh, play when you are when when you're good enough in Midland, you you're old enough. Uh, on the recruitment then, and, and and the statistical model you use, have you, have you and your your team there designed your your own model to interpret the statistics in the best possible way, or, or are you using a widely available model? Uh, no, we we uh, use our own uh, our own model, um, and um, yeah, there are, there's a lot of models out there, but uh, but we think that. Um, um, we don't think data is the answer to everything, but we think that uh, uh, in some respects, it's uh, data is superior to the to the human eye and the, the human ear. And how how long has it sort of taken this this model to to get to this stage? I mean, how long have you been using it for? 
Uh, well, so it actually it actually really kicked off in uh, in July last year when uh, when when Matthew Benham, who, who um, owns Brentford, uh, mm-hmm. bought the share majority in FC Midtjylland. Um, he is a big believer in um, in uh, statistical analysis, uh, in especially uh, 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 relating to recruitment. So, um, so he was he was he was really the guy that that opened the club's eyes for for these new opportunities. And um, and we spent the first the first year testing things. And and to be honest, I, I think we we all feel we we just started the journey. And there's there's uh, so much more we can do. What specifics do you actually look at stat based when you sign these players? What specific things would you look for? Would you be when you when you're actually signing individual players, say it's a striker, midfield defender? What sort of things would you be actually looking at? Uh, it's um, it's more difficult, I think, with the data to uh, identify defenders than uh, offensive players because um, uh, defenders they often prevent things from happening mm. and. Um, and how would you measure something that didn't happen in the game? That, <laughs> mm. That's only measure what happens. Um, that's why in the, in the United States in basketball they have a concept they call the the no stat all stars. So that's the guy that when you look at it, the guys when you look at their their stats, they don't seem special. But uh, when you take them out of the team, you you see what impact they have. So you can actually only measure them by looking at how they affect the opponent and how they affect their their teammates and. I guess in, in football, we have players like Makalila, maybe Paul Scholes, um, who make some of these more invincible contributions. So that's where I think that may, may sometimes have some problems and some, something, something we may be able to, to, to crack the code for in the, in the future. But at the moment, there are some limitations. In terms of offensive players, uh, there's, a, there's, a lot, there's a lot you can look at. But I think the main thing is that if you are a scout and you go and watch um, a game, and you you don't watch 38 games throughout the season. You watch uh, you watch quite a few games, and and with that you can you can have a much bigger sample size of uh, what you look for and and how many how many uh, how, how how much data you have on each player rather than the data that the, the human eye and uh, uh, produces. And you, you mentioned Matthew Benham and, and how he you know owns the club and obviously Brentford as well. Do you see this this system working at Griffin Park too, Rasmus? Hey, yeah, I think uh, Matthew has some uh, some plans of uh, of taking his approach into Brentford, and I think he has already already started doing that. So uh, uh, I can't see why it uh, it wouldn't work in in Brentford too. Uh, Rasmus, appreciate your time this evening. It is fascinating, and we will we will uh, hopefully, if it's all right with you, keep in touch and, and watch the progress with interest. Of course. Thank you very much. Really appreciate it. Rasmus Ankerson, the uh, chairman of FC Michelin. Do you, do you look at your stats a lot, Leon? Yeah, yeah. when, when we... Um, oh, right, so do you have to look at your stats a lot or do you like to look at your stats a lot? No, we don't have to. Right. Um, they're available if you want to look at them. You know, if I won't just look after every game just to just to see. I will, I will pick and choose. Um, you know, if I feel I didn't touch the ball that much in the game, I'll go and check and, and have a, a little bit more... Uh, detailed look at, at what happened within the game um, and then you can check you know things like you know the amount of possession you've had but not only the amount of possession how much passes and successful passes so you get to judge you get a technical judgment of, of how you, you feel the game went but um, you know Do you we, find it useful because Kevin earlier this season when we did a match of the day too caused uproar when he criticised stats but what what he was I think saying I'm not putting words in your mouth is that criticising an obsession with it 
um, to the extent that, that it affects your game. Yeah, I agree with Kev. Then I mean, I, I feel you can look at your stats. I feel you can you can take positives or negatives or, or something, you know, from the stats. But if you, I, I feel you can't rely on them completely. I think, you know, with scouting, I, I would want to judge me with my eye. You know, I wouldn't want to just. I would use stats. Don't get me wrong. I think they are a, a part and an important part in in looking. But you know, I, I feel that your eye and you feel for the game and and how you feel the game went, how you saw the game yourself. I think that's far more important. And David, I mean, when you go and and scout players, do, do you look at their stats beforehand? Do you look at their stats afterwards? Not at all. Do you, you're, not, you're not bothered at no, all. No, I agree with the guys. You, you know, if you played well or not, more or less. There might be the odd thing the manager might pick you up on that you hadn't realised, like maybe marking, getting sideways on, or just some little point. I have to say to you, Mark, I went to see Rasmus Angerson give a, a seminar at uh, the LMA function yeah. not long ago. He was excellent. And he talks about people who, once they've been successful, not building on that success, they get complacent. He got, he's very, very clever. He predicted that Newcastle United, after one season, where Denver Bar, and I think it was Cissé, got the majority of their goals, that they would do poorly the following season. He even predicted their position in the league. He was very, very interesting. And he's always looking ahead. And he says you must keep your eye on the ball because the rivals, he says you, people don't think that the rivals are doing exactly what they're doing. Mm. So you have to be ahead of your rivals. He's, I mean, he's very good. But I have to say, just to conclude, that what Brentford have done, I find quite amazing. Mm. Uh, hang on. Yeah. Amazing in a good way or a bad way? Uh, well... I have to say the guy's done particularly well. Yeah. He's built on what uh, mm. Russell has done. He's got him to a playoff uh, with a young team, and um, and he's uh, he's losing his job because uh, a guy who's maybe not played football or hasn't been in the surroundings of, of a football dressing room has decided that the moneyball idea, which is a little bit towards what Rasmus was yeah. saying, mm. is the way ahead. I don't think it's the way ahead. Stats help. An actual feeling, an instinct. You see a player and you like him for whatever reason. He does something good and you think, that's interesting. I shall watch that player. And you may watch him a little bit longer. Then if you're not sure about something, you look at the stats. I always remember Bill Nicholson many, many years ago when John White played in Scotland. He went to see him several times and was still uncertain. And then he spoke to his army corporal who who had him in his army. And he told him he was the best cross-country cross runner that he had in, in the group. And that proved to him that he had great stamina. Little things like that. There's all types of things that you can check up on players. Stats are only a means to help the eye. Uh, David, thank you. Leon as well, thank you. And Kevin. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.